This is Dr. Hilary McClafferty. Welcome to Physician Thriving, a podcast exploring the modern physician experience with a focus on resilience and the skills needed to thrive in medicine. In this episode of the podcast, I am excited to introduce a new course and workbook that I've developed called Physician Wellness 360. The 360 stands for 360 degrees, so taking a comprehensive look at your own health and well-being and thinking about how you can move from a state of burnout or a focus on burnout and really shift the energy, shift the mindset towards working towards your own goals for your health and well-being. And I thought it would be really powerful and interesting to work through this course together in sections on the podcast. So I'll be introducing a topic, a section of the course, and linking the worksheet in the show notes so that we will move through this as a group and feel the power and the momentum of people moving themselves in a direction of health and well-being. A link to the full course and workbook will also be embedded in the show notes for those who are interested. To start with, I want to give you an overview or a course outline. We start by thinking about the importance of your well-being. Why does your well-being matter? And then we'll move into a series of pre-assessments, so tools that can help you really understand where you're starting from. And we'll be going through the pre-assessments step-by-step in different episodes. The goal is for you to assemble over the whole course your own workbook, your own blueprint towards your own well-being. After we do the pre-assessments and you have a really clear understanding of your starting point, we will go into lessons or sections on the foundations of health, talking about sleep, talking about movement and physical activity, and talking about nutrition. And we'll be looking at the most recent research, especially as it applies to physicians and to your own health. The next section is called Mind Your Stress, and we will take a deep dive look into stress physiology and understanding your own stress response. We'll follow that section up with a section uh, with using post-assessments. So we'll take the same tools that we used in the initial assessments, and you'll be able to compare your progress, see where your areas are of need, of strength, of curiosity to learn more, And in the next section, we will look at next steps. What is interesting to you? What areas can you, uh, are you interested in focusing your time and attention on? We'll then take a look at the literature on physician coaching. Uh, 
and then have a wrap-up session. And what we'll do is just take our time and work through these sections step-by-step at your own speed with a group of like-minded colleagues harnessing this momentum that we're all feeling to improve our lives and improve our health and well-being and to make a difference in the field of medicine together. It's important to understand that the course is designed to be very interactive and reflective um, in an in an very individualized way. This is a progressive exercise, certainly not static. So the idea is that you're learning in iterations as you gain information and move through the course and build your wellness workbook. There are a lot of resources and references embedded that are designed to be used as springboards for your own curiosity. There will be things that you're not particularly interested in, maybe, and others that spark uh, an idea or curiosity and will be an entry point for you to explore maybe a whole new modality or a whole new way of thinking about your health and well-being. At the end of the course, there is a personalized coaching option um, that can be further explored, and I'll be introducing more about that later. I want to start by looking at my goals for developing this course and workbook. Why did I do this? One of the reasons was that I wanted to convey to the world and to the medical community my sense of urgency about the need for more tools and more resources for physician colleagues and for myself to move in a direction of thriving health and well-being. I also really want to acknowledge and explore the complexity of the issue, of the problem of physician burnout in the whole field. So really looking at this complex problem that requires complex solutions, multifactorial approaches and solutions. And I really wanted to emphasize our connection and our sense of common mission and make a very, very clear point to everybody listening that you are not alone. This is a community in need. You are part of an amazing group of people, and we have a really important um, mandate, I feel, to problem solve together and to work together and look out for each other. This is a huge driving factor behind my work in this field. And I want to highlight opportunities for growth, explore tools and resources and skills that people might not be aware of, and see if there's something that can really resonate with different individuals providing tools and resources also that can be put to immediate use. And I want to emphasize the complexity of this issue. I am not trying to oversimplify anything. We understand that 
huge shifts are needed in the overarching culture of medicine and that there are institutional shifts and organizational shifts that need to be made. This course is specifically designed to look at personal shifts. So we are focused on you. We are not trying to solve the whole puzzle at once. We are narrowing this down to really focus on you as an individual and how you can help yourself feel better. Not to imply that you are the problem or that you just need to be more resilient, um, but to really look at your individual needs and how you can best help yourself uh, thrive step by step. And I think that we all know that there are some myths in the burnout literature or in work around physician well-being that just really need to be extinguished, acknowledged, and extinguished. So first of all is this common uh, myth or common feeling of, I'm just too busy. I'll get to my own well-being next week. I just don't have time right now to think about myself. Or how about this myth? I'm too important. My team can't go on without me. If I take time away to take care of myself and invest in my own health and well-being, the rest of the team will just fall apart. Or how about this myth? This is my own weakness. Uh, you know, I'm the only one that's really uh, suffering with fatigue and burnout. I better just step back, withdraw, recognize that this is my own weakness, and it's better just to take care of this myself. I can fix it alone by myself. So these are all common myths in the culture of medicine. And I think it's important to acknowledge them, to take an honest look at yourself and see if these are some of the ideas that you're carrying around in your head. Are these thoughts that you have about your own health and well-being that may not be serving you uh, very well? Now, here are some facts uh, that are worth considering Acknowledgement is key. It is very important for all of us to take a clear-eyed look at our own individual situations and our individual health and well-being. I really cannot emphasize enough that lifting the stigma is a critical first step in this work. It is so outdated. It is so not useful and unproductive, and it is critical that all of us are honest and forthcoming in saying that these are old, outdated training patterns, behavioral patterns, institutional patterns, this unrelenting, unrealistic approach of endurance is simply not useful anymore. It is simply wrong and outdated. Another fact that I mentioned a few minutes ago is that you are not alone. 
and this feeling of fatigue and isolation or feeling overextended is not in your head. You are not the only person feeling like this. And that this is not your fault. This this culture of medicine and this feeling that you may be having of burnout or fatigue is not yours alone to fix. It's not something you're doing wrong. It is not your fault. So those are the facts. Now we know clearly that there are going to be some predictable challenges in this work, no matter what level you're working at, the overarching culture, the institutional level, or the individual level. We know that physicians have complex competing demands. We know that these are predictable challenges that we all face. Many of us work in chaotic, uncontrolled work environments. There are things that are simply out of your control. We all have time constraints and are required to reprioritize and reprioritize and retriage our actions and our priorities repeatedly. So we have these very strong time constraints and need to be efficient and nimble with triaging what needs to be done next. Another predictable challenge is this stigma against help-seeking or of prioritizing your own well-being, as we mentioned, as I mentioned a moment ago. This is very unhelpful and needs to change. The other thing is that it's difficult to standardize wellness. You know, what does it mean within your educational system, within your own individual definition? And we're going to get to that in just a moment. So it's hard to um, get our hands around this intangible uh, definition of wellness. We definitely know that there are predictable barriers to seeking help. See if this uh, resonates with you at all, any of these. You might be in denial. You might be telling yourself, I'm absolutely fine. There's no problem here. Or the inverse, you might be experiencing a distorted sense of, oh my God, I'm the only one struggling. Everybody else is fine. I'm the only one that is having a hard time. Distorted thinking. You might be thinking defensively, and there is some merit to this, although there is a lot of work going on in this area, but you might be worried about practice and license implications. So you might be feeling defensive. You might know that you have a need uh, or that you might be struggling, but you're concerned about speaking up or taking any action at all because of potential liability to your practice or license. You might be feeling 
deference. You might simply be feeling subordinate in a culture that frowns on weakness. We know that medicine is very hierarchical. And so you might be afraid to express any need, any fatigue, anything to do with your own wellness, because you might feel that you could be targeted for, um, you know, or perceived as being weak. So we know that this is not easy. We know that any work in this area can be quite challenging. And yet still, let's move forward and explore some alternatives that might help you better understand how you can feel better and move towards your own well-being. So in the first worksheet, what we're going to be doing is considering this idea of well-being. What is well-being? We can start by looking at its opposite. The definition of burnout is classically uh, broken up into these three categories that are very familiar by now, developed by Maslach and team. Burnout, emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and a loss of a feeling of personal accomplishment. This feeling of being overextended and depleted of one's emotional and physical resources. So we could think about well-being as being the opposite of that. Another way to think about well-being is the World Health Organization's definition. Here it is, and I, I quote, Health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. The CDC public health perspective takes it even further, looping in physical well-being, so a feeling of being very healthy and full of energy. And this, I think, is a really important component of a full, fully fleshed out definition of well-being. We can also take an even broader look, right? So there are multiple facets of well-being. Considering physical well-being, what about economic well-being, social well-being, development and activity in an area that interests you? There's so much more to life than medicine. What about emotional well-being, psychological well-being, and your own feeling of life satisfaction and engagement? If you think about well-being as being this beautiful, multifaceted uh, gemstone, for example, you get the idea of all the different angles that you can take when you're thinking about your own health and well-being. So in our first worksheet, you'll see three questions. What is your definition of well-being? And just take a minute and think about that. How do you know if you are not in a state of well-being. 
So sometimes it's helpful to look at, well, here's my definition. How do I know what I'm not in a state of well-being that can help you clarify your definition of what what does well-being mean to you? The third question on this worksheet is, when was the last time you felt fully well? Just reflect on that for a moment and let that question seep into your body. When was the last time you felt fully well? And don't be surprised if it has been quite a while. That is a really common answer for physicians and colleagues. And I want you to think about how it felt and what you were doing and what made you feel well. And see if you can write down some of the feelings that you were having, not only thoughts and emotions, but physically in your body. What did it feel like? to feel fully well. As you're thinking about this, I want you to feel the collective energy of the group. And I want you to feel connected to your colleagues all over the world. People are listening from every continent on the planet. And I want you to feel that connection with your colleagues. Why do we care about well-being? We're going to wrap up here in the next couple of minutes that I want to leave you with this thought. Why do we care about well-being? We care about it because we understand that well-being is closely linked to healthy resilience. Think about a plant, for example. A healthy plant is resilient and thriving. And it's really important to me that you understand that when I am using the word resilience here in this course... I am specifically referring to healthy resilience, realistic resilience, sustainable resilience, not the unrealistic endurance that we were uh, trained and that it has sort of embedded into the culture of medicine. What we're talking about here is moving towards thriving. And so on that note, I will wrap up this episode of the podcast. You can find the worksheet linked in the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you very much and take good care of yourselves. For more 
information on physician health and wellness, go to the website www.apim.org and click on the Physician Health and Wellbeing Courses.